0: Shine the light do it like we do it,
1: like we do it like we do it. Hello. We're back. I'm Cass. I'm Emma, and this is Honey Do Me Podcast. Yes, it sure is. Week two. Of our favorite things, yeah, and week fifty-two of the year,
2: (laughs) of the year. You're listening to this on release date.
1: Thank you. I did not know how many weeks were in the year.
2: Are there fifty-two? You could tell me right now. There
1: were different. It was a different number, and I'd.
2: It's either fifty-one or fifty-two. Okay,
1: and I trust. I think it's fifty-two. It came from somewhere. A deep knowing inside of me. So, Mm. anyways, yes. Hello, welcome back to our favorite things that we've learned this year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's my turn, bitches.
2: Fuck yeah, it is. So and then play Britney Spears. Yeah, it's Britney, bitch. It's Cass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can just do it a cappella, Actually, uh, you're absolutely scrap correct.
1: The tips—that's <laughs> not what you're here for, and I know it. I know you're here because we've we've teased you with our singing voices this entire time. This These entire past two years. It's literally years. just been you. <laughs> you sang literally. Play back the tapes.
2: When. This just uh, the part one of this episode. No, we didn't use that intro. Bitch. Ah, fuck, <laughs> fuck. So I have no idea what you're talking about. It's and you uh... know it. <laughs> Anything I do, we
1: do. We do. <laughs> it's us. Okay. Hi. Hi. It's Cass's turn. Yeah. Um. Thank you for coming to my. <laughs> to your TED talk are you already done <laughs> I'm done <laughs> um, it's been are so nice thanking hanging everyone out with you. exiting stage left at the moment uh, no I'm gonna hand out my favorite things just
2: like Oprah okay you know what we should get next time mics uh, that attached a Britney mic yeah wouldn't that be so much more fun to record on you wanna perform as well I can tell I am a performer at heart <laughs> what do I I mean I was in Sleeping Beauty I was in a rendition what were you I was Who ensemble. I was oh. a lady in waiting.
1: Oh, I was on stage twice. Lady in waiting sounds like waiting to be
2: uh, fucked. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> oh, what is it? Like a lady? We waiting were supposed to, to wait on like the princess.
1: The princess. The Princess of Genovia. <laughs> of Genovia.
2: No. Um. Anyway, yes, I'm a performer, and yes, we need Britney Mikes. Let's get back to you. Okay. Uh, the first thing I'm handing out. Look under your seat. There's a blow job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay, so the first impactful life lesson tip that I want to talk about today was from Luna's episode. Luna oh, Matata's I If You Know Luna. Her, You Love Her. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's it. Um, this year, she came on to talk about blow jobs. And when I say she she changed my life, <laughs> and, and that and sounds a little silly, <laughs> Yeah, and my husband's, um, it really did change the game. So here's a clip of that.
0: So the shaft is, is so interesting because remember, it's it's going to be visible at different stages of erection. Mm-hmm. And so different stages of erection can tolerate different sensations. So you might really want to to stroke or put your whole mouth over a semi-erect or a softer penis and get that kind of like, gobbling up of of that area and once it gets bigger you know maybe maybe that's uncomfortable for a longer period of time so when you you've got the shaft you can still perform oral on the shaft that isn't about swallowing it so you i teach a technique where it's sort of uh licking up one side and then licking down the other side licking up that side going down so you're actually wetting the penis which is great you're you're adding saliva The expectation to have saliva for the entire experience of a BJ is also Mm -hmm. challenging. So either stay hydrated or use a lube that you're comfortable with in your mouth.
2: So
1: (laughs) maybe everyone else knew this. (laughs) Ringing in the new year. (laughs) I did not know. I I really only thought about blowjobs in the, the classic whole shaft in the mouth up and down Type of scenario.
2: I get really get your grandmothers <laughs> out of here if you're listening. <laughs> Don't let them look under Full their chairs. Shaft
1: in the mouth. <laughs> but like that was that's the only way I've Down ever really seen a blowjob. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, to be fair, I haven't seen that many I blowjobs. Was gonna ask. <laughs> the penises in the porn I watch are few and far between. Yeah, that's a lie. They're not there at all. I know <laughs> I lied. They're not there. I don't watch porn with penises in it. There's Um, a lot of titties, though. Because usually there's a man attached to it. Yeah, and I don't
2: watch that porn. That's why I don't watch it. (laughs) Anyways. In the blowjobs that you've imagined in your head, it's always been dick down the, the gullet. Dick
1: down the gullet. Yeah. And as someone with a classically small mouth... Yeah. Dentist confirmed by multiple dentists. They have to give me the special child um, opener for my mouth because the adult one's too big for me. Mm -hmm. So it's the exit. You put it in the back of the jaw, it fucking hurts. Anyways. Honestly, giving a blowjob felt like going to the dentist because it hurt and my jaw was sore and I could not keep it up. And honestly, if I'm trying to give you pleasure, but I am not having a good time, I am going to ruin it for you, too, because yep. it is not fair for <laughs> you to have a fair. better time than me.
2: Yeah. Your wife.
1: <laughs> I'm your wife. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So as
1: the love of his life, I felt like uh-huh. I was doing you have to him speak up, honestly. an honor by not giving him a blowjob because that would put me Because that would a mean I'm not process. having
2: fun. Exactly. And you don't want me to not have fun. No. Not in this house. Why would you, if you said, how was that? And I said, sucking your dicks was the worst thing ever. (laughs) That wouldn't feel good. No. You have to be, uh, you know, serve the both of you by serving yourself. Be considerate. Yeah, absolutely. Piece of shit. Anyways, I could
1: not really give blowjobs because it hurt me. Hurt my neck, hurt my jaw more than anything else. And it was just like really, really unenjoyable. But once Luna taught me that I could take it out of my mouth and do things like to this side of the shaft, I am not about to demonstrate that. And <laughs> I was starting to go towards that. Don't go to Use YouTube. your
2: microphone.
1: <laughs> um, I just, I didn't realize. And now my jaw, she's rested. She's, she's rested. rested. She's happy refreshed. to be there. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like it truly changed it for me. And now I genuinely enjoy giving blowjobs. Not to anyone,
2: <laughs> it's just a few specific people. This isn't a free people. service, <laughs> just a few. I could, I, one hand I could name people yeah. on, yeah. It's
1: definitely like one hand though.
2: Yeah, Um, full hand, full grip. <laughs> it's the
1: full one. <laughs> I just, I really had no idea, I don't know. It just shifted my perspective on what a sex act can be mm-hmm. and how if it's not working for you, change it. Change it. it. Figure mm-hmm. something else out because there is another way to do it. And obviously, you know, if, before Luna's episode, if you were to ask me like, You should change this up i would have been like how yeah but that's why we're here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if there's a specific sex act that you're like this doesn't work for me let us know we'll find somebody and we'll ask the hard-hitting questions there's so many ways can i take it out of my mouth and lick it from the side (laughs) lick
2: it from the side yeah absolutely like i i don't know if i have as small of a mouth as you do but i fatigue fast yeah with almost anything (laughs) running reading Blowjobs. The stamina. The stamina. It's not there. It's not there for this Norman that's girl. Okay. And that's just the truth mm-hmm. of it all. So I think also in that episode, they talk a lot about like using your hands yes. as well. Yes. And that changed my life. I was like. Use I- what God gave you. Use, you know, <laughs> these little things right here. These little mm-hmm. shrimp claws. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that that was cheating, mm-hmm. which I feel like we don't think about making short, shortcuts and sex acts because it feels like cheating. Right. Like I'm doing the work around to not have to do all the work. Exactly. But that's just adding to pleasure. If you're having more fun, they're going to have more fun. Yes. And I've only gotten rave reviews from using my hands. Exactly. In a blowjob. So like you never know. Exactly. It's like the yeah. grapefruit, you know? We've all
1: seen the, the grapefruit blowjob epi- uh, video episode. Yeah.
0: You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm, it's not oh a my
1: bad God. idea. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a grapefruit would sting. But that's maybe that's right. only if there's open wounds.
2: I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Where was that circulating?
1: Like everywhere? My mind, I don't know. Um, you showed it to me. I showed it to my husband as well, and I was shocked. <laughs> I did not discover it. <laughs> oh um, my god, that's so So funny. if you haven't seen it, look up great fruit blow job. Great fruit fruit. Say
3: that ten times
1: grapefruit fast.
2: Fruit blow job. Yeah. No, I mean it's all about making things work for you. Yes, for you. And so many of our guests have brought that up with different, we've done more relationship stuff this year, mm-hmm. but when we talk about sex stuff, specific sex acts, these experts have given us so many variations mm-hmm. of one thing that I never thought possible, but so many ways to enjoy it. No mm-hmm. matter what your like body anatomy looks like, mm-hmm. there's a way for you to enjoy stuff. Mm-hmm. The
1: goal is not to do it right, right. The goal is to do it in a way that feels good. Yeah. And that's going to look different for everyone. We all have different bodies. We all have different abilities. We all have different stamina. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's a huge part in all of this. And it's, change it to make it fucking work for you. But I feel mm. like we're also attached to like giving the best performance.
2: Yeah. It's like um, who's fucking... Wa- I mean, if you have people watching, fantastic. Great. But... If you have people watching, I'm gonna say you run in a crowd that's a little bit more (laughs) open-minded and therefore probably doesn't give a fuck if Mm -hmm. you're taking a route that feels better for you that's not like standard. Exactly. Like licking the side of a dick or using your hands. And if
1: you're having a good
2: time, it's gonna look better too. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that from um, Azaria, uh, from our first blowjob episode. Yes, having Mm -hmm. fun while you're giving blowjobs. Mm -hmm. It's like, we were both like, pardon, pardon moi? (laughs) no
1: I will say I posted this was probably a year and a half ago I posted a TikTok about that episode and I said like blowjobs can be fun it got the worst fucking response (laughs) all of these girls were like they got to her they got to her (laughs) and they were like are you okay blink twice oh my god and then one guy was like I would never want a blowjob from you
0: and
2: it's like first of all Yes, you would. First of all, yes. Second of all, ew. <laughs> ew I don't, I you don't want job. to give you one. I don't want to give you one. My fingers are full. Yeah. I have every one for Mm-mm. each each one. Each one's accounted for. Yeah, you can't even come over here if you wanted yeah. to. So. My mouth's not even big enough if you wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That's a great one, though. Yeah. That's a good one to enter the year with. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so give more blowjobs, have more fun. Yeah. You do you. Amen. Yeah. Um. Moving into my second favorite thing. So this is from our episode on sex and mental health with Nicoletta. Mm -hmm. Such a good episode. So important. Um, This clip is coming right after I asked or one of us asked. I can't even tell our voices apart all the time. I know, me either. (laughs) Sometimes I really can't. But do you need to love yourself before you can love someone else? Do you need to be healed before getting in a relationship, being sexual, romantic, whatever? Those were the kind of questions we were asking and here's what Nicoletta had to say.
3: Yes, it's important to like do work on yourself and continue to like practice self-love and like fostering inner child and you know, love and self-parenting and all. Oh, i going to say all that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> all that therapy bullshit. <laughs> like yeah, it's a, it's important to work on that and to me like self-love and worthiness is not a destination it's a it's a it's a process it's a muscle it's something that you work at consistently um probably forever and so like if we're waiting until we love ourselves then you're going to be fucking waiting forever and never going to be with anybody else and never fucking (laughs) never (laughs) fucking so like yes there's a level to which you need to practice feeling worthy of receiving, but there's also a lot of healing that can come from like relationship. Like we are social creatures and we heal in relationships. So I'm not saying you should like depend on someone for all of your, you know, self-worth. But how could you not depend on it a little bit? Like we're social creatures and we look to that feedback. So there is a lot of healing that can happen from having, you know, positive relational experiences with someone that helps you feel um, and practice receiving.
1: I love that because it's, it's, you don't need to be healed to be worthy of pleasure. And I feel like I have spent so much of my life saying, and this was similar to kind of what you were saying about being single. I've spent so much of my life saying once this, then I can do that. Once I do this, then I can do that. And it's like, even in my current relationship, when I was getting into it, I was like, it's too soon. Like, I'm not fully healed. I'm not ready to do this, like, whatever. I haven't worked through every itty-bitty piece of trauma I have, so I can't fully give myself to mm-hmm. I can't be in relationship with yeah. this person. But it's like, I still deserved love. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking process. I don't yep. know. It, just, it really pissed me off. But I've I've held myself to that standard. And I've also, I will admit, been judgmental of other people for yeah. that and said, like, well, maybe you shouldn't be doing that because, like, you're – Never said it to their faces, but you know what I mean? Behind their backs have gotten <laughs> a lot of chatter. Behind their
2: backs. <laughs> yep. And that's a shitty thing, and I, I'm sorry that I did that. <laughs> I'm sorry to all of you who didn't know. Who did I did. Mad <laughs> shit. No, I had the exact same belief when we were doing that interview mm-hmm. and in my single phase that there's so much pressure and there's so many quote unquote resources on social media Mm -hmm. that tell you and show you how to work through all your shit because like you can be the perfect person if you start doing X, Y, Z Mm -hmm. and then you would be great in perfect spot to be in a relationship when you're ready. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel that pressure because I'm single because Mm -hmm. I know I have trauma, whatever, Mm -hmm. that I have to work through all that shit to be loved. Mm -hmm. That's not the messaging I want to tell myself because then I will be on never ending chase Mm -hmm. because I'll find something new. Yeah. That like oh okay I still can't be in a relationship yet because I haven't worked through this attachment style uh, effect yet exactly. or whatever thing mm-hmm. a characteristic and it's like it's never going to end and I felt that so hard as well like especially like, entering TikTok mm-hmm. there was yes. that's a whole other phase of like this like phony self help that's it's out like there. the
1: medicalization of Every itty piece of just being a human being. It's like, oh, well, you have this diagnosis because you exhibited
2: this behavior that literally every other human exhibits as well. Right. You are always worthy of being loved because you exist Mm -hmm. as long as you're not the worst person to ever walk the face of the earth. Exactly. Um, And that is it. You know who you are. You absolutely (laughs) know who you are. I have a list right here. It's off camera. You can't see it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I have a whole list of it and mm-hmm. you know who you are but that was such an important messaging to hear because I like yeah the answer is no but you want someone to tell you that
1: yeah you need I don't need to- you to
2: like I don't need you to tell me that I need exactly. someone else to
1: tell me I that. need a fucking professional yeah. to tell me no I don't mm-hmm. know that was just it's a frustrating thing to still grapple with because it's not like she yeah. said that and now it's like I deserve right. all the pleasure. It's like okay, I have to unlearn that while people are still
2: telling me you should really be healing yourself. Right. Well, I mean, you should that, really get fucked. You <laughs> should really get, go get fucked. But if that happens even still in relationships too. I feel like things will come up, and you'll feel like, God damn it, I haven't worked through this thing mm-hmm. yet. And then you're like, I don't know if I'm worthy in this relationship right mm-hmm. now because I'm kind of like acting out on this trauma, acting right. out on this like suppressed behavior. Mm-hmm. And then that affects your self-worth even in your relationship, I feel like. Yeah, that makes me think about, like,
1: what does it mean to be a good partner? Uh Uh-huh. Because you can't always be a good partner. I'm not always a good partner. Right. Like – but that doesn't mean my husband's walking out the door. There are just times when neither of us are, you know what I mean? Our best. We can't always be good partners. And so sometimes I'm going to have trauma that I take out on you or like it's going to hurt our relationship. But that's just because I'm human. Right. Not because I didn't do enough work before I found you.
2: Right. And I feel like it also hits your, not to out you, but I think Mm -hmm. it's very clear in our past. You have like a perfectionism thing as well. And that bleeds into your worth work ethic Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. But if for someone who feels that way in your relationship too, it's like, that is exhausting It is to feel like across all platforms of your life, you have to be perfect Mm -hmm. in order to feel loved and worthy. Exactly. Like you need the messaging to be told that. No, you do not. (laughs) Absolutely. Over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. It also made me think about, um,
1: times when sex hasn't been great. Mm -hmm. Um, Like something didn't feel good. I couldn't get in the mood, whatever. And I assumed it was some like deep down trauma or something Mm -hmm. I hadn't dealt with. Like I was holding something in my womb and like, you know, the body keeps scoring all that stuff. And like, yes, yes, your body is impacted by trauma. And Mm -hmm. what if I just didn't like the way that they touched me? Mm -hmm. What if I just wasn't in the mood? What if that's a turnoff for me? Right. What if it just wasn't good sex? Mm hmm. Like, why am I not leaving room for that? And instead, I'm like, I'll take this on. I'm this little trauma boat. (laughs)
0: put it in my backpack. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Add it in. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think both you and I get caught up in thinking something has to be bigger and deeper. Yes. Than it is. Or
3: Mm -hmm. yes,
2: and I I went to go see uh, JVN stand up. Their whole theme was duality Mm. (laughs) things are this and and they're also this so that's Mm -hmm. how i feel about this conversation too it's like yes you could um be dealing with some trauma and also it could be true that you're just not in the mood
1: exactly like Mm -hmm. we are deep you know really deep emotional creatures and
2: it doesn't feel good for my clit to be touched in that way. <laughs> in that way, my nipple is now raw. Please remove your fingers. Exactly, like Thank and you. who's to
1: say which one it is? But I feel like we tend to take on the deep work. Yeah. I don't know why, because we like to punish ourselves. We yeah. like to assume it's us. Masochists, it's I guess. It's easier to be like there is something deeply
2: wrong with me than say, "Can you touch me this way?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, mm-hmm. and that is so that hard. Mm-hmm. That even in and of itself is still hard for me to say. Being like. Mm-hmm this is going great, but please switch up what's happening. Mm-hmm. I still can't, I know this has nothing to oh. do with our original point, but yeah, I'm still there. I still don't say it all the
1: time. No, And that like literally the other night my partner was going down on me and I like wanted him to change something. And I like said it, but he didn't hear me the first time. And then he was like, what? And I was like, nothing. I literally Ugh. said nothing. Cause yeah. I was like embarrassed, but yeah. like, It's so weird. I I don't understand it. And so, yeah, I still have a lot of trouble asking for what I want. Yeah. Especially when it's correcting what is happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's like I should be grateful for what I'm getting. Yeah. (laughs) Which isn't an orgasm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It usually is. It usually, I will say, I have really great sex for the most part. (laughs) That's so funny, though. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from, but I totally resonate with that as well.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So fuck it. Be toxic. Don't heal
2: yourself and have great sex. Let's That's a so- goddamn business. Wow, this is coming off the end of my <laughs> yeah. last tip, which was recognize your toxicity mm-hmm. and admit when you're wrong. But you're right. Yes, and. Yeah. We can uh, continue in our ways. We're not perfect. We can Sorry. be wicked little witches and... <laughs> A That's kid, my little witch.
1: fucking business. <laughs> I'm an alpha. <laughs> I'm I'm into it. <laughs> Sorry. Catch me oh. on you old bitches. <laughs> Catch <laughs> me on you. Fuck right off. <laughs> Anyways. Ouch. <laughs> um <laughs> Moving into my third favorite Move thing. In. These are obviously not in order. And obviously well, everything we did this year was my favorite thing. Right. <laughs> Except I'm for sure. the things that happened to me emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Except for things <laughs> of my Except personal for my life. my personal journey. Yeah. Uh, not so much my favorite thing. <laughs> right. Universe. Yeah. Could agree. Could agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, relating to my last one um, was our episode with Kate Moyle on bad sex Mm. what if the sex is bad right um so here is that tip
3: sex is an area of our lives that we are expected to be an expert and expect our partners to be an expert without good education trial and error the ability to ask questions and it makes no sense Mm -hmm. that Every other area of our lives, we learn, we put an effort into, we try, we get it wrong, we get it right, we talk about it, we ask questions. It just makes no sense that sex is not treated the same way. And very much in my world as a sexologist and a um, psychosexual therapist, we think about sex as a skill, but the skill is not a formula that you follow and then you apply to every situation. It is something that's flexible and fluid and that you can use in all those different ways. <laughs>
1: that sentence is going to sound so funny. <laughs> I am deeply insecure. <laughs> 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 Period. But um that's the end of that one sentence. I am deeply insecure about my lack of experience uh-huh. around sex. That is something that has been so hard for me. It has been really hard for me in the context of this podcast as well mm. because it's like, we talk about sex all the time and I feel like I have such a small yeah. reference for it. And that's just something that's made me feel really bad about myself. Mm-hmm. There, I've had sex with two people yeah. um, and there was a really big gap in between those. And yeah, it just makes me feel like there's no way that I could be good at sex because I just, I assume that being good at sex comes from experience because that's what we say about everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like get good at something by doing it. Right. It's like, but I didn't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, you missed out on bad first times with a bunch of strangers. That's true. And I mean, I
1: have sex with my, like I've had a lot of sex with the person I'm with. Just once. Just one time. (laughs) After you got married. Obviously. (laughs) Your marriage night. The night of. Never again. again. Until I'm ready to bear child. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's also what we preach here. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't gotten that messaging, we've, Deeply
2: failed. I've failed, personally. Um, Please continue. It's
1: blowjobs, rear end, or not at all.
2: Or no. <laughs> A fucking so man. We'll we'll see, <laughs> so we'll see you next year. So we'll see you next year. That's my <clears> resolution.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's just made me feel really shitty about myself for a long time. But I really loved hearing what Kate had to say because like you can learn about those yeah. things. And none of us are born being good at sex. And you're right. Like, a lot of the sex that I missed out on would Not have been good. No, it's not like I'm missing out on these like ethereal orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> ethereal, I was looking for a different word. And that's I what like came. it.
2: <laughs> I want to have ethereal orgasms. Me, fucking, too.
1: They sound sparkly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> real all fucking sparkly,
1: like green and gauzy and mossy.
2: If that's sparkly to you, then fuck and Yeah, sparkly. Oh, mossy all of them and sparkly. together. Got it. Yeah, sorry. Ethereal, Fine. I get it. That's your ethereal. Anyways,
1: the other reason this episode was really important to me is because when my husband and I first started dating, the sex was really bad. Mm. Um, and that was also really hard because in my head, I was like, this should just work. Right. It should with just- With the right person. Yeah, with if they're right, then you'll just connect and everything will feel great. But it's like, I knew I loved him pretty right. quickly. Mm-hmm. And the sex just like was not working. Um, and I realized after listening to this episode back again with Kate, was we had these formulas that we were mm. applying to this scenario, but they were shit formulas. My formula was from my one sexual relationship before, and it was very much like, first, you make out. Then, you dry hump. Then, you <laughs> finger. Then, there's hand stuff on the penis. <laughs> and then, sex on the penis. And Because I actually... Uh, my husband is the first person to have ever gone down on me because mm. that was just something that, like, I was really uncomfortable with until we honestly really started getting into it right. on the podcast. But, so that was, like, my formula. And mm. I was like, okay, so that's what we'll do. That's not what we did. Because his formula was I've only had one-night stands. Right. And hookups. And they
2: fucked. Yeah. And, and you
1: know, smoked. you're not fingering for a couple of months before... <laughs>
2: You have sex? Finger me for a couple of months and tell me I'm pretty. And then we'll see how it goes, baby. (laughs) Finger me for a
1: couple of months. So like we were trying to apply those formulas to each other. (sighs) Fucking wish. And neither of us were saying anything. And it just, oh my God. Like, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but the first time that we had sex, Oh no, I had I had these like flannel sheets, and he kept slipping. Yes, yeah. Did. Uh-huh. So it was just like awkward and horrible, and neither of us knew what to say or what to do. And I was confused because I'm like, why are like I I wanted to have sex, but I was like, this is weird. You haven't fingered me for six months first, <laughs> and we haven't dry humped at all. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm up in arms over I don't here. Missing <laughs> out on two of my first steps, and uh, I like... Would- <laughs> We even not tried that, period. I was truly so confused. Yeah. And I didn't realize, like, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to go about having sex.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: That's so funny. But yeah, neither of us told each other anything. And then, so another thing that Kate said in that episode that was really helpful was, you get stuck in a pattern until you meet someone that you change it with and say, and this is in her beautiful British accent, <laughs> Shall we do this differently? Oh, and that's it was cute. like that's definitely what my husband and I have done. It's right. like we talk to each other. We figured eventually we fingered eventually. each other. <laughs> Honestly, it took me a really long time to even talk about, and I'm I still have trouble saying that like dry humping feels good. I
2: love getting fingered. Like yeah, we should ask for that more.
1: I know we should individually, ask for
2: the not together. <laughs> Sit both of them down at a table. <laughs> You too. Tighten up. Come here. (laughs)
1: Come here and sit down. Tighten up and get out your fingies. I'm going to sit. And And you're you're going to insert. Keep your pants on. I'm going to rub up against it. Get hard. Mama's coming. And I need something to come on.
2: I need a scratching post.
1: (laughs) I need a side of a couch.
3: I've said before, <laughs> when I was a kid. <gasps> like who hasn't, right? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: You fucking killed me. Jesus Christ, That's <laughs> so embarrassing to think about when I've been there. But when things feel good, they feel good.
2: <laughs> I was figuring out my body. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, masturbation is so <laughs> shamed. <laughs> I had to use something that wouldn't talk. This couch is really hard. <laughs> Fuck, you do not use this couch in our office. No.
1: I have it jeans is home, on though. when I'm here usually. <laughs> not I'm about to do denim. that through denim.
0: Think I'm of the, the burns. Sadist.
2: <laughs> oh my God. <sighs>
1: Dead. Why were we talking about this? <laughs> um, because just asking for what I want is still oh, hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we figured out a formula that works for us and we mix it up and we try different things and I'm still learning how to ask for the things that I want, even married with a person that loves me Yeah. to the goddamn moon,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but it's still fucking hard, so... <laughs>
2: Goodness, a bit of myself. Absolutely. <laughs> um, there was even a point in um, the Shawnee Silver episode mm-hmm. about being single. I believe you asked somewhat the same question where it was talking about your sex life with friends. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it was like your sex life and your sex experience, yours and yours alone. Mm-hmm. And you can feel valid in it without needing anyone else's mm-hmm. validation. And yeah, too. I also haven't had a ton of sex. I've had more partners than you. I've had more than you, fucking, fucking virgin. virgin. You <laughs> lame-ass virgin. I've had way more fucking sex than you. Square. Idiot. <laughs> Loser. Go rub up against a couch. <laughs> anyway, but I haven't had a lot of sex with other people. I've had a lot of sex with my boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And so in a different way, I also felt like I hadn't gotten the experience to have the right to talk about sex Mm -hmm. because I haven't had successful sex with a lot of people. Right. So it's it's hard. It's a weird feeling um, to be like, I don't really know exactly what everyone else is talking about. Exactly. (laughs) I'm just kind of here. Exactly. And I mean, that's why we fucking
1: started this podcast. Yeah. Is because we both knew where we were coming from. And even
2: though... They're coming on. <laughs> coming on. <laughs> Hear that? <laughs> oh, my God. Um,
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We just... Questions come from a very different place when you don't have mm-hmm. a lot of experience. Yeah. And... Exactly. That has clearly
2: resonated with a lot of you. Mm-hmm. Um, And when those formulas just don't work anymore. I also mm-hmm. had a formula in the three year relationship I was in before. And it was, God bless them. It was just <laughs> bad sex. Mm-hmm. We end, we ended having terrible sex mm-hmm. because we had a formula and we had no confidence, no knowledge, no su- in support I mean like something like this podcast, yeah. to understand that we could try different formulas three mm-hmm. years in. We could try them 15 years in. You know, mm-hmm. you can always switch things up, but no one brought up, like, shall we try this a different way? Yeah. It was, going back to your last point, it was like, there's something deep and trauma that I need mm-hmm. to add to my backpack, which is why our sex is terrible. Exactly. Turns out we just needed to break up. That <laughs> helped also. Yes. But we just were stuck. We were, we were stuck in this limbo zone, mm-hmm. not knowing what the fuck to do. I just need a British woman to snap you out. Yeah, you do. God damn fuck. it. Fuck, those are some good points that you've learned over your year. Thank you. I was gonna <laughs> say years.
1: Years. You're so old. I know.
2: I know. I know. my Wise too. And know. gray. Yeah. Just kidding, I'm the gray one.
1: But you're blonde, so you can't tell. I'm you're not, not blonde. Dirty blonde.
2: I have the same color hair as you. You do not. <laughs> It's, my hair
1: is so similar. much darker than yours. Absolutely You'll always be a blonde to me. I'm not sorry. Not fucking true. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I met you as a blonde. Yeah, so forever in your hearts. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am graying so much. Also, my hair is thinning. I don't know if that's a <laughs> that's a getting older thing. Could be a stress thing. Severe stress or a hard water thing. Hmm. I could have hard water. I
1: can send you a link to the water, fil- uh, the
2: shower. Head that I use, it's great. That would be awesome like because 20 bucks. on Amazon, yeah, yep. I just it's bananas, so also that I've also mm-hmm. learned that I'm thinning this year.
1: Uh, rosemary is also really helpful. Mm. I know people on TikTok talk about it and they talk about a lot of shit, but it has, I my hair has gotten so much fuller. Really, I use a rosemary like oil. Okay. Not just straight up rosemary oil, use fucking carrier oil, people. Um, carrier oil? So it's like you wouldn't use an essential oil directly on Got your it. skin. Got uh-huh.
2: <clears throat> Far too intense. Far um, too intense.
1: But just some random rosemary hair growth oil, and then okay. it's helped a lot. I put that on before yeah. I get in the shower, like a couple hours before. Right.
2: I've seen mm-hmm. people boil rosemary as well.
1: I, I did that as well. I am hard, it's difficult for me to use things consistently. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I digress. Ha, what's funny? We started uh, part one of this talking about how to remove hair, oh. and now we're ending part two with how to grow it.
2: With how to grow it, <laughs> full circle. Full we do. circle. This, it's like it's our job. Yeah. What were we gonna say? I was gonna say, what do
1: you think the longest pubes in the world are <laughs> lengthwise? Well, we were talking about world records. Let's just see. Yeah. Okay.
2: Longest pubes in the world. Longest. Don't show me if you see them. Ugh. I have to see them. You have to see them. The longest pubic hair in history was 28 inches. So two feet long. A woman from Cape Town, South Africa, had pubic hair that measured 28 inches. She also had an armpit hair that measured 32 inches. Yep. So there's that. Great. I wonder Great. wonder if
1: she used rosemary oil.
2: I also wonder how she submitted this. Did she? Was she going for the gold on this? That's true, was it... uh, Is it just by choice? It's just like, fuck it. And then they found her and they're like, hey. That's long. That's long. Have you ever thought about submitting for a world record? So I get money? I have no idea. Just fame. (laughs) Just fame. Notoriety. Just being known for the rest of your life, going down in history. Mm -hmm. A star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. (laughs) Yeah, you do
3: get a star as well.
2: Longest pube. (laughs) Longest pube. then she had to hold it out. (laughs) Like a dress. Yeah. Yeah. And curtsy. wink, Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Quite Bridgerton of you.
1: <laughs> Elegant. Oh, the elegance. The elegance.
2: Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed our favorite things. Yeah. And we'll see you next year. We'll see you next year, if you haven't heard that enough already by yeah. this point. <laughs> see you next week, too. Bitches. bitches. I don't know why I said it
1: like, hey. Okay. Goodbye. I think it scared me that you said it, too. Sorry. <laughs> Mind meld. Because I, I was also debating saying motherfuckers. Oh, <laughs> but fuck. it felt harsh. Yeah, bitches works. Okay.
2: Bye. Bye, bitches. Fuck. Fuck. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> oh, my God.